Welcome back to another kick-ass episode of the Mind of Manson podcast, hosted by me, your host, Colorado recording artist, Emiliano Manson. Hope y'all doing good. Hope y'all having a wonderful day. Like I said, man, we kick ass every Monday with a brand new action-packed episode coming straight for your ass today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm doing good, feeling good, and the reason I'm feeling good is because of the topic that we gonna break down today, ladies and gentlemen. But before we break down the topic of the day, I just want to give a quick shout out to Anchor for making all the podcast dreams come true, for helping us out, you know, making sure the platforms that we get on are, you know, all legit and making sure that our podcasts get out there to, to all you fine folks that listen, man. So shout out to Anchor and shout out to my other sponsor, me, me motherfuckers. I'm an independent recording artist from here in Colorado. My new album is out right now, Red Rum. It's on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Tidal, wherever you get your music, go check it out. Go check out my music video for End of the World on YouTube. Just type in, just go on YouTube and type in 8305TV, you'll see my, my fucking, my fucking face on there. Just click the video, End of the World, man, you know. If, if you folks with the podcast, like I know you guys do because you guys are listening to me overseas, out in fucking Germany, out in the Netherlands, out in fucking Denmark, out in France, you know, shout out to all y'all overseas that are listening to the podcast, so I know you motherfuckers, are, <clears throat> excuse me, I know you motherfuckers are listening to me, I know you fucking hear me, I understand what's going on, the connection between you and I has gotten real, y'all. I've had a handful of people say that they're fans of my music now because of my podcast. I've had people that are just pure fans of my music are becoming fans of the podcast. So it's cool. My whole main goal was to merge you two crazy fuckers together so we could all become one. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hell yeah, y'all. But like we do all, like we do all day, every day. Every episode, we break down a topic, y'all. And today, I got some super sour diesel haze, y'all. It's um, live resin. It is amazing. 84%. Uh, let's, uh, let's see what Leafy has to say, man. Super sour diesel is an incredible sativa, of course. Potent cross between super silver haze and sour diesel. Need I say any more? It... It's an amazing strain. It it's a sativa, but it hits me like an indica. Like I said on a podcast before, that my favorite strain ever is sour diesel. So you got super and you got haze in it, and might as well see what the you know the midnight dumpster, the prom night dumpster baby child of the the sour D and the super silver haze has to do to me. So hold on while I uh. Hit this wax pan and give y'all a proper, proper, proper review. Mm-hmm. If you're new to the podcast and you're wondering why it gets quiet right here, it's because I'm smoking marijuana concentrate, ladies and gentlemen. Which is weird because of the topic of this podcast, so... If you see the topic of this podcast and you were already three minutes, 45 fucking seconds in it. If you see the topic of this podcast, do not get it twisted. I'm going to get into it. If, you, if, if you're like, why is this guy talking? All right, we're going to get into it. You already know what it is. The podcast of this, the topic of this podcast is uh, 
my sobriety from alcohol. There you go. We're going to get into that later. But if you're listening to the podcast and saw the title, my sobriety from alcohol, don't assume that, you know, I'm like recovering from something, something big, you know, shout out and shout out to all my people out there that are in recovery every day of their life. You know what I mean? I, God bless you guys. You know, may the strength of Jesus be with you guys every day. But don't get it twisted. This this is not like my, you know, my re uh you know uh, a victory story of mine. It, it is for me, but I don't get it twisted just because this topic is called my sobriety from alcohol or whatever this topic is called. Don't get it twisted. I am a medical marijuana activist. I'm a marijuana activist. I use CBD every day. I smoke weed every smoke weed every day. You know what I'm saying and. The reason I do it is because it benefits me in certain ways. I'm not going to get into what it benefits me with because that could be a whole different podcast. But like I said, if, if, you, if you're going through something and you're in recovery and you're, you were struggling with something, you know, hats off to you for overcoming that shit. And you will overcome that shit. You can overcome that shit. You were stronger than whatever you were addicted to. You were a powerful person and you can make it through anything and your life is beautiful. And whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, somebody loves you and you mean something to somebody. So keep fucking pushing. But I'm going to get back to this uh, strain right here. So Yes. Uh... It tastes amazing. I don't have to break down what sour diesel tastes like. You know what sour diesel tastes like. I don't have to break down what super silver haze tastes like. You already know what super silver haze tastes like. So let's get on to the song of the day. Song of the day is by one of my favorite hip-hop groups of all times. They are living legends. Mayday. You don't know who Mayday is? Not Mayday Parade. Mayday. You don't know who Mayday is? You a hip hop fan? You sleeping, son. You sleeping. You sleeping on. Well, right now, it's the incredible percussionist, anonymous, and two incredible musicians slash. I call them musicians because these guys do more than hip hop. But but the lyricists and the voice behind it, man, are recognized and burns. Mayday. Man, there was shit. What was there? There's there have been so many members of Mayday, but now it's just down to three. But the song of the day is from Mayday, and it is called R E M Rem. Go check it out. It's off their uh, not their debut album. It's their debut album from Strange Music because they are signed to Strange Music. Which, if you don't know, is Tech Nine's uh, record label. It is the number one independent record label in the world, and they are signed to it because they are dope. Tech only fucks with dope artists, so of course they're gonna be on fucking strange. It's off their album "Take Me to Your Leader." It's a, it's an old album. It's got some it's got some years on it, but it's it's a masterpiece album, and it's a song. It's an incredible song off a of masterpiece. So y'all go check out Rem R E M by the band Mayday, y'all. Alright, so before we get into the topic of the day, I just want to give a, I just want to give a cheap plug, cheap plug alert as I hit, um, I got two different pens, 
so I, I just put the one I did with the strain review away. I have, I have, I have, I have some cotton candy in this one right here, but this is just pure CBD. This has no THC in it, so I'm gonna hit this before I get into this cheap plug alert because I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap internet slut nowadays, y'all. That's nice. CBD, man. CBD. Takes your pain away. Kills cancer. Helps you sleep. Helps you eat. You know. CBD's life lifesaver, man. Yes, sir. Anyway, cheap plug alert, y'all. My new album, Red Rum, is available everywhere on all streaming platforms. Make sure you go stream that shit now. Go stream that sucker now. as a dope-ass album, man. Y'all sleeping on that shit. If y'all hip-hop fans, if y'all hard rock fans, if y'all fucking metal fans. If you like good music in general, you're gonna like this fucking project, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> it is a hard-hitting, powerful project. Go check out the single, End of the World, baby. It's the end of the world. Got a video out for that. Go check out the song FEMA, Feed Every Mind Alive. Where Do We Go featuring the homie Intrinsic. Medicine Bottles on there, man. All these dope-ass tracks is finally on one album, man. So y'all been asking for a new album? Get off your ass and go listen to it, man. Support your boy because I appreciate it. <clears throat> appreciate it. Go check me out, man. iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, Tidal, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Find me anywhere, man. E-M-I-L-L-I-A-N-O-M-A-N-S-Y-N. If you can't pronounce my name, just type it in, man. You're going to dig this shit, man. Just like I know you guys dig the podcast. You can find this podcast, man. Anywhere you find your podcast, man. Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google, Stitcher Radio. I don't know how the fuck I ended up being everywhere, y'all, but for some reason I am, so, you know, and I also just want to give another quick update, like I said, my new album, Red Rum, is out right now, y'all, but I got a, I got an EP, I got an EP that I'm dropping on, uh, either in July or August, late July or early August, a new project is dropping, um, it's, it's already recorded, um, I just got to throw maybe one song for sure, maybe two songs for sure, but the amount I got recorded is good enough for an EP already, which is five or six songs, but you know, if I want to throw seven or eight on an EP and call it an EP, I can because I'm not fucking signed to nobody yet. Um, that's, a, that's another thing, man, is uh, your boy has some label meetings coming up here soon. And uh, <clears throat> I told you on my one of my a couple podcasts ago that um, if I didn't get what I want, I, I ain't going to sign. So um, I'm a seasoned veteran. I've been making music for 21 years. Um, only, the only thing is, is I ain't caught a break yet, which I, I ain't mad about. You know what I'm saying? I definitely ain't mad about that, but I definitely am dope as fuck. And I am cocky like that because it... 
you have to come with a little bit of an ego. Like Kenny Chesney said, you, if, if you're doing something that big and you know you're damn good at it, you got to come with a little bit of an ego, ladies and gentlemen. And I guess that's okay. So, <clears throat> so yeah, man. Um, the album's out right now. Well, let me stun on y'all a little bit. My first album, the D-I-E-L-P, is out right now. You know, it, you know, you get it through me. Hit me on the DM. That's physical copies only. Uh, not physical copies only, actually. The whole my, the, you could stream the DIELP. Actually, I forgot about that shit. Stream the go to the SoundCloud Manson eight three zero five. You can stream my first album, the DIELP. It's all on there, front to back. You know, the new album Red Rum is out on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Title, all that good shit. The new EP is coming late July, early August. And honestly, guys, I find out in June if I start my new album through me independently or if I start it through a major record label, ladies and gentlemen. So I'll definitely be keeping you guys posted. But as of right now, I am not going to even start recording this new album until I know if I have to pay for it or... Straight up, or if Atlantic Records or Interscope or somebody else is going to pay for it, but I got a masterpiece ready to go. I'm either going to use my budget or somebody else's. Either way, you'll have a new album from me by next fucking spring, for damn sure. Or at least the winter. At least by winter. We're going to try for the winter. New music's going to come out. I'll put out like little projects in between, but as far as a real album, an album, album. You know, we're we're gonna look for uh, we're gonna look for uh, either late this year or early next year. But you know, I gotta make sure. You know, I I ain't gonna start it unless. You know, I ain't gonna start like four or five songs under me and then get picked up by a label and not be able to use those fucking five songs. So, you know, there's there's a lot of shit that comes with. With with. The situation I'm in so we'll just wait and see be patient but either way new music is coming but anyway we gonna get down to fucking business y'all the topic of the day is uh I don't do alcohol anymore y'all and the reason I say it that way is because if you're a fan of the uh the being the elite guys the young bucks which is a professional wrestling tag team all elite wrestling which is a professional wrestling company they use the term, we don't do alcohol. So that's why I say it that way is because I, I, I've watched those guys on YouTube, follow them online, and you know, I'm a fan of their, their wrestling stuff. So that's why, that's why I use the term, I don't do alcohol anymore, is because that's, what, that's how they say it. And I think they say it just to be fucking pricks. So that's kind of why I'm saying it too. But anyway... Yeah, man, I used to be a, not a heavy drinker, but a heavy drinker, you know what I'm saying? Um, started drinking when I was young, you know, like any teenager, you'd get it when you can, you know, stay over at your buddies, they, you guys would do what you can to get it, have the older homies get it for you, you know, we, you know, I went through all that stage, you know what I mean, um, for us back in the day it was Tversky and fucking Orange Surefine that was when we were really little because that was cheap as fuck it's still cheap as fuck and that's disgusting 
um, the Mad Dog 2020s, the Bling Bling, Old English, the OE High Gravities, Mickey's, Presidente, all that before like age like 16, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's crazy, crazy. Drinking as a teen in small town Colorado, some of the best memories I'll ever have with some good friends. Some I don't talk to, some I wish well, some I could give a fuck about. Some are pieces of shit, rotten in jail, some are dead, some I am very, very proud of. But either way, man, ain't nothing like a, like a good old-fashioned Kenny Chesney song, man. I go back. I go back. You know, that that's, you know, that's fun. But, but when you're young and you get hungover, it sucks. But when you get hungover a lot and that's, that becomes your life, oh, man, it's fucking miserable. I, uh, even thinking back to this day, guys, I don't know how I used to do it. You know, because <clears throat> I'm getting into a couple cool drinking stories with y'all, but but man, just I don't know. I, I used to live in. Uh, we'll get into a a, <clears throat> a quick drinking story. Is uh, I I used to live in uh Montrose, Colorado. Um, you know the homie Dez. That's my sister right there. Shout out to Dez. Um. We, we was close when she lived here in Alamosa. Then her and her family moved to Montrose. And at 16, 17, I started getting in trouble here at the schools here. <clears throat> and uh, I had to go transfer somewhere else. So I ended up living with her and her family. And just, I don't know what happened, man. Just, just there was a party at, at the house I was staying at. And the next thing I know, I'm in my pajamas eating Taco Bell at like two in the morning in the middle of the fucking street with a bottle of fucking tequila and and people were, it was just insane party, man. It was, it was an insane fucking party. I saw some shit I should never see. I, I, I seen homies turn on their turn on their boys and get with with their ladies that night. I saw close friends fucking fight and then become even closer during the smoking session afterward. Um, <clears throat> fuck, man. And then one night, one of my homies from Alamosa, they, y'all y'all remember? So I don't even I haven't been to Montrose in fucking years, like years and years. There was this place called Silverjack. It was like a like a dance hall club, and one, every once in a they'd have it's like a regular like bar. Like people got down there every night and all that. But every once in a while they'd have teen night, and that that'd be a big thing. Is like they'd have teen night at Silverjack in Montrose, and that shit used to get fucking wild because we get drunk as fuck in the parking lot and start fights, and we get drunk sneak fucking weed and liquor into Silverjack and mix them with the fucking expensive ass Red Bulls they used to give us and then we'd walk over to the movie theater across the parking lot and just start shit with random fucking people I remember that shit Uh, I remember fucking uh, my boy Chris his cousin Josh shout out to fucking Josh 
he uh he had this white Honda Civic and he hooked up turntables in the back and while we were outside chilling at Silverjack after like the dances got out and shit we would just get drunk and Josh would pull up and just turntable at the time it was uh, our group called Underage which is some old school Alamosa shit but he was just turntabling music that was some good shit man fucking getting drunk at the fucking Montrose High School I remember I remember uh I was drinking on like the fucking it was like a week into school maybe and I was pretty fucked up and in this class was nothing but jocks I was it was 11th grade and in this social studies class was nothing but jocks and they called me mean moose because that's the mascot for the Alamosa high school is the Alamosa mean moose that's what they used to call me and the quarterback called me that and I fucking hit him drunk as fuck and before anything happened, before it turned into a fight, teachers broke it up because Montrose is not like Alamosa High School. It has its shit together. It's actually clean. There is security there. There is fucking cameras there. Well, not like there is now at pussy-ass Alamosa High School. This is back in 2006 or seven. So, you know, Montrose had their shit together. Montrose was a safe school, not like Alamosa. You could fucking hurt people in Alamosa and nobody would give a fuck or even know because they don't have their shit together. Alamosa school district does not have their shit together. Montrose did. So that fight got broken up quick and just just drunken madness. Drunken madness. And then as I got old enough to drink you know well like legally um, it was you know a six pack of beer every night, twelve pack of beer every night and then you know, throw some fucking half pints of whiskey in there, throw a pint of whiskey in there, throw a fucking fifth of whiskey in there, and then the more you, the older you get, the more out of shape you, more, the more out of shape I realized I was becoming, so, instead of doing anything about it, I just keep drinking and drinking, and it was just, it was just bad, I wasn't like, getting out of hand to where I'd like, lose loved ones, and you know, go out and get in fights and shit, but just the health-wise was getting out of hand for me. You know, I did my share of going out with, with the homies and my buddies and all that, um, especially at shows, man. I remember we uh, we opened up for Esham at the Aggie Theater in Fort, Car- Fort, Col- Fort, Fort Collins, Colorado, at the Aggie Theater. We opened up for Esham, and uh, we had our homie Blaine come out from Ohio and we were getting all fucked up, man. And even we were, we built a fucking pyramid of beer cans on the balcony. And the hotel we stayed in was so fucking ghetto that we picked up whatever the people next door were watching on their TV. And they were watching, this was like 2011 or 12. But the porno that they were watching next door had to have been like in the 80s. Because the bitch's hair looked like Peggy Bundy from Married with Children and shit. And they kept pausing it and rewinding it and pausing it and rewinding it and just... We ordered Domino's and when the Domino's guy came, Blaine fucking rubbed his fucking shit on the guy's shoulder and started fucking fucking with him and... Blaine came in all drunk as fuck with like two or three pizzas and he goes, look. And we went out to the balcony and he goes, he's running. And I was like, what the fuck? And he goes, I fucked with him, made him uncomfortable and now the guy's running and... We literally watched the Domino's guy run to his car from the balcony. It was awesome. So you get fun stories like that. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, you get fun stories like start drinking at 10 o'clock in the morning in Farmington because you're going to, back when Gators was open, you're going to fucking rock a show with fucking Project Born Kung Fu Vampire and Mars. You know what I'm saying? At Gators in Farmington, New Mexico. Dope ass, you know it's a dope ass juggalo show because you started drinking at 10 in the morning. You went to the mall and sold tickets. You went to the mall and handed out flyers and now the fucking juggalo family's around fucking all that and it makes it even better because you find out fucking Project Born chased out Mars away. I am not a fan of Mars. The guy's a fucking... Dude's not professional. That's a whole nother fucking story, but we find out that they chased Mars out of fucking, out of town and off the tour, and Project Born was staying at the hotel across from Gators, and they were making fun of him because they kept his mask, you know, and that, which kind of sucks, and is weird because I am a huge Kung Fu Vampire fan, but my experience was with Mars is not professional, and that's all I got to say about that, but... You, you get cool stories, man. You get you got these cool stories, these cool drunk stories, these drinking stories. So many fun memories of drinking. Like even even me is like as you know, I'm 30 now, gonna be 31 this year. But you know, just you know, when you're old enough to have a beer with dad, and you know, you, you know, stuff like that is. My dad don't drink anymore either, which is amazing. But you know, those memories, uh, you know, going to the Kenny Chesney shows and drinking, you know, you know, but you do stupid stuff when you're drunk, you know what I mean, and one of the main reasons, you know, like, you got the good memories, and you got the bad memories, you know, where you get over emotional over fucking something, and next thing you know, you wake up the next morning with your hand broken, because you fucking put your hand through the wall, because you were drunk and emotional, or, or, like, some people drink and drive, and, like, actually get in car accidents and shit, or fucks your whole life up by getting a DUI, you know, fuck that shit, you know, it's definitely, for me, it was cool, as a fun pastime, but, like, the main reason I did it was health-wise, and this is a weird deal, because a couple podcasts ago, I did a wrestling review, where I reviewed WrestleMania weekend with uh, the WWE, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and the Ring of Honor Wrestling Company, and this this ties into professional wrestling because 2018 on WrestleMania weekend, and that's basically where there's wrestling on um, Saturday night, Sunday night, Monday night, and Tuesday night straight. It's the holiday of fucking for wrestling fans, and I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. That's my therapy. I don't do it. I don't train in it. I'll just watch it. Uh, my back's too fucked up to do that, to take bumps, son. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, WrestleMania weekend of 2008, which was like April, you know, was figure April 5th through 10th or whatever they landed on. You know, I started drinking Friday night after work, woke up to go to work, feeling like shit, hungover, drank when I got out of work Saturday, watched a wrestling pay-per-view, Woke up Sunday, fucking still kind of drunk and hungover, so bad hungover. Wrestling started like at fucking three or four, so I started drinking heavy again. Wrestling didn't end until like 10 or 11. I was still drinking after that. Woke up Monday, still drunk and hungover, feeling like total shit, feeling so miserable. 
And then... <sighs> Monday Night Raw, I fucking got drunk. Woke up Tuesday to go to work. So hungover, feeling like shit. I could smell myself. It was fucked up. Wrestling's again on Tuesday. I drank and got drunk Tuesday. Wednesday, woke up sick as a dog. Never drank again. Because I was just like, my body hurts. Like the, the, like the hungover shit. Everybody knows what a hangover feels like. And if you're drinking that much straight... You know how much damage you're doing to your fucking body. And keep in mind, I'm already like 300 pounds at the time. Right now, I am. My mission, my goal is like 180. I'm 10 pounds away from that. At the time of this that I'm speaking, I was about 310 pounds. So I drink like a 12 pack of beer, have like a pint of whiskey with pop with coke or pepsi and then i eat unhealthy and then go right to sleep and lay on my back unhealthy i was a big old motherfucker so i decided to quit drinking because i felt like shit and i was like if i keep getting bigger and bigger i'm gonna keep getting bigger and fucking bigger because at the time i went to the doctor and i fucking weighed in at 310 fucking pounds and I was like, I gotta stop this, cause if I don't stop at 310, I am gonna just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And at that weight, my body hurt, my joints hurt, my fucking knees hurt, my ankles hurt, my feet hurt, everything fucking hurt to be that heavy. And I've quit drinking before. I went fucking weeks and months without drinking. It's not like I was dependent on that shit. Just like I said, it was busy weekend wrestling wise and decided to get fucking hammered so that's what I did is I got fucking hammered I got fucking smashed off my ass ended up paying for it hungover wise so with that being said fuck man um Wednesday was just a normal day was hungover felt like shit Thursday still kind of hungover felt like shit normal day But like that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was feeling normal, back to myself. That Monday, I started, I have weights here at the house. So I started lifting weights, started redoing my uh, Taekwondo, because I hold a black belt in Taekwondo. I've studied it for almost as long, a little bit longer than I have been making music, actually. Maybe 26 years. Um, I'd go a lot further in it if there were opportunities in Alamosa but there's no opportunities in Alamosa Colorado which I've said over and over again if you live here you know what I'm talking about if you think this place is cool because it has a good college think again because you'll end up going to Adams State and not having a professor you'll have to end up taking classes online and having them getting proctored and end up paying for extra credit I don't know it's just experience that I have from people I know that go to that fucking shitty school and live in this shitty town but anyway um I just started doing cardio lifting weights and a professional wrestler by the name of Carl Anderson shout out to the good brother Carl Anderson and uh his partner Luke Gallows um but I follow them on the internet and he, he started getting in amazing shape 
and just by following him on the internet on IG like following him on Instagram and Twitter I started seeing what he was doing and he was talking about intermittent fasting and that's what was like oh, that's what I need to do is I needed you know start decreasing my calories is what I need to start doing so that's what I started doing is I started taking in less calories I started intermittent fasting and then along with the workout the workouts I was doing um I started dropping weight before I knew it I was like 290 so I went from like 310 to 290 in a couple months it was a big deal for me and then you know I I kept doing it because you know I went back to the doctor for some other stuff and then it was 280 and I was like wow I am actually losing weight like this and then I think it, it wasn't quite a month after I had quit for good but I think I had drank one weekend again it was either a Friday or a Saturday I can't remember and all the weight I lost literally felt like it came back the next morning along with feeling like shit and I was like all this weight I've lost I don't think I put on the whole weight but I put on a lot of weight just by having an old night like I used to of you know beer, whiskey, soda, and food, and I was like, fuck no, fucking fuck no, I worked my ass off to drop this much weight, I want to drop more weight, fuck you alcohol, I am never dealing with you ever again, and I never have, when I started seeing, well, my body feeling like shit, and the hell I was putting my body through by drinking and waking up and feeling like that every day, was enough, it was my body telling me, motherfucker, stop, stop, fucking stop, you asshole, that was my body telling me that shit, fucking stop, that was my body telling me, that's the main reason, the other reason was, I started seeing results, when the weight started melting off, with eating healthy, and not drinking, and then I started doing research, and I'm finding out how much well, not only is liquor unhealthy for you, body-wise, but, like, beer is nothing but carbs. You know, some fucking sugar, some alcohol is nothing but sugars. You know, like, no wonder. Fucking no wonder, bro. Like, like a fucking dark beer is, like, two and a half slices of bread equal to it. You know, so you drink like fucking 15 beers. That's like eating about a loaf of bread. And then you eat pizza or cheeseburgers or fucking whatever tacos on top of that. And then you pass out. That's fucking unhealthy. No wonder I was a big old fat fuck. You know, when you start doing research, when you see results, put it, put it this way. Put it, put it, put it, put it, put it this way. I know I, I caught myself doing that. Put it this way. When you see results, and when when you see results, when you feel good and you see results, then you know something is working, and you don't want to jeopardize it. You know, that progress you have, you don't want to do anything to jeopardize it. And then I went on ahead and 
which is another podcast for another time. Right? I think I even I already spoke about this on um, the Real Food podcast, giving your body what it truly deserves. If you're digging this podcast, go listen to that one because that is full of fucking that is full of health tips and knowledge and health is wealth fucking bullshit. Go listen to that shit. I already got into my health and my diet and keto and all that, but I've never looked back and to this day. I have no desire to drink alcohol to this day. Part of me craves it sometimes because of like, like, uh, concerts. Was one of my favorite things to do was get drunk at fucking concerts, man. You know, even though the beers are fucking $11 for one tall can, get drunk as fuck at concerts that was those that those used to be fun times so my first sober concert was uh Kenny Chesney and Thomas Rhett at Old Dominion at the Bronco Stadium in 2018 August 2018 or July or whatever and I had already quit drinking and I was like fuck it I'm gonna have a beer I quit for what was it April May June Fuck it, I quit for three months, I'll have a beer, I don't give a fuck. And I got a tall can of Coors Light for $11 or $12. Opened it, took a fucking big old drink, and that was nasty as fuck. Took another drink, and it was nasty as fuck, especially when I burped it out. It was fucking gross. And then I sat there and I, I didn't even feel the buzz. I thought because I haven't drank in so long, my tolerance would have went down. I didn't even feel the buzz and got about halfway through the tall can of Coors Light and I was like, here, dad, you want it? And gave it to my dad and never had a drink of alcohol since that day. You know, I'd like to think of that as my one slip up, but it was like less than half a tall can of Coors, Coors Light. And you know, I have no desire to, to drink you know, anymore, you know, and that's, that's my choice, you know, I'm not better than nobody, I'm a better rapper than some people, better musician than some people, you know what I'm saying, I'm better at a lot of things, but I am better than nobody, and nobody's better than me, we're all equal fucking people, you know, so, if y'all drink, drink for me, because I don't, I got a dope-ass drinking game, too. And I'm not going to tell it to you guys. If you want to know about my drinking game, go listen to my podcast. Uh, which one is it? Explore, exploring the Paranormal Sites of the San Luis Valley. Go look for that podcast. And before I get into that topic of that podcast, i tell you guys a cool drinking game that I came up with. But I can't play it because I don't drink. Oh, well, right? I don't really care. And this is is weird because like, you know, you know, like the like chicks like to go out and have a drink and shit. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool. You know, I, I dig that. I'm down with that. But they they like hesitant when they find out like I don't drink and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like if I did something wrong by not you know drinking. You know, and my thing is is like. Wouldn't you want a man that don't drink, girl, ladies, 
Would you rather have a man that don't drink, period? And would know he, you don't ever have to worry about the motherfucker going out with his boys to the club and shit because he don't fucking drink? Or getting drunk at a ball game or a concert? And getting arrested and putting his job on the line? Would, is that what y'all want? Because, I don't know, I'm over here thinking that y'all... I don't give a fuck what y'all want. I'm gonna be me. You know? But for for the ladies, I, I want to be the dude that don't drink. I want... Ladies, I want... Ladies, ladies, if y'all lucky enough to end up with your boy Manson, I'm gonna say that because I feel like I'm a decent dude, so I'm gonna be cocky about it. If you're lucky to end up with me, I want you to be proud to say my man don't drink. You know what I'm saying? That's me. I don't want you to be like, oh, he... I can't even go out and have a drink with this motherfucker. You know, if, that, if that's your mentality, then step the fuck on, bitch. Be gone, bitch. If that's your mentality, I want you to be sober with me and be like, I'm proud of my man because my man don't drink. When your girlfriends are telling you, oh, so-and-so got all fucked up and embarrassed himself and fucking hit me and <laughs> this and that or whatever girl talk y'all, y'all women do. Y'all fucking crazy, but I love y'all. You know. I want you to turn around and tell him, yeah, well, my man don't drink. He don't do that shit. That's the type of dude I am, and that's the type of man I'm going to be to the ladies out there. And, you know, as far as, like, uh, from a parent standpoint, a parent view, same thing with my dad. I want him to turn around and tell co-workers that say, my son did this or I did this. I want him to be like, yeah, my son don't drink. You know, because there's a lot of backlash that you receive from people that you thought were cool with you when they find out you have your shit together. You know what I mean? And it's cool. I'd rather be alone by myself with my shit together than packed in a fucking jail pod with all you fucking loser fucks I went to school with. Fuck that. Fuck you guys. You know what I'm saying? That's why if this music shit ever pops off, you won't see me in Alamosa ever fucking again. Because this place is full of nothing but hate and hateful people. And I ain't got time for that shit. You know, you see on, on TV and these stories and read these articles and, and shit that these people, um, that you lose friends when you become sober and the only real friends stay your friends when you're sober, and I've seen that happen a lot with me. Uh, with friends, co-workers, music acquaintances, even, even a couple chicks. They don't fuck with you no more because you ain't the party type no more. You know, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, by no means is this some big recovery story for me. You know, you know I, I smoke weed every day. I use CBD every day. I'm from Colorado. It's legal everywhere you go. The only benefit of having a medical marijuana card nowadays in Colorado is you might get a discount. You might not. It just depends on what side of the town you go buy your weed from at the store. You know. Um, by the way, I love Colorado and its marijuana laws, y'all. It's... You don't want to be doped up on fucking pills and 
antidepressants and Seroquils and Vicodins and Percocets, you know. If your job will allow it and you don't get popped for UAs, try pop. Try CBD. You know, you could get CBD in Texas at a fucking Walmart or some shit nowadays. CBD is everywhere. CBD is life-saving. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, by no means is this, by the title of this album, by the title of this album. See, I'm in rapper mode right now. By the title of this podcast, don't think by any means that this is some big recovery story for me because there are people out there who are actually in recovery, who are actually who have actually beaten addiction. I, I've beat alcohol addiction. Fuck yeah, I'll say that. I've beat alcohol addiction all fucking day long. Fuck yeah. But I'm not like this 100% sober, straight edge living person, which is not that there's anything wrong with. Y'all doing better than me because I still fucking marijuana's... Uh, still something that changes your state of mind but at the same time it helps me without having to take antidepressants and a handful of fucking Seroquel to help me sleep and fucking Tramadol to help me sleep and shit I'd, I'd rather I'd rather put this refined oil under my fucking tongue or drop a couple drops in my drink and and you know hit my you know I'm able to fucking you know you know open carry a fucking pistol or can still carry a pistol and still have a CBD cartridge, oil cartridge in my pocket because it is non-psychoactive. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't up for debate, y'all. If y'all out there in recovery, God bless you. Stay fucking strong. You can do it. You will do it. And you will survive. And whether you like it or not, somebody cares about you and somebody loves you and you mean something to somebody. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're fighting struggle or addiction or pain I'm here for you my fans are here for you we're here for each other you, you whatever you're going through mentally physically emotionally addiction whatever you you can beat it you can beat it you're, you're a strong person whoever out there if you're listening to this you're a strong person and you kick ass and even if you think you're not important to somebody, you're, you're, you're important to yourself. And you're here for a reason. And, you know, like I said, like, by no means am I, you know, coming on with the title of this, of this podcast. Like, I went through, you know, rehab and steps. You know, when there's people out there going through it. This is just me overcoming my addiction to alcohol. I'm still a very active marijuana smoker. If you listen to the podcast, sometimes I'm stoned out of my mind when I do these podcasts. Sometimes I'm completely sober and nervous as a fucking nervous wreck, ready to fucking puke all over the computer screen. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. So whatever you're going through, you're going to overcome it. You know, this, this was just my story of a you know, ending my addiction to alcohol. Um, there is help out there within your community. All you got to do is go seek it and ask for it. You know, you, you know, there's help out there for people that, that need it. All you got to, you can't help somebody that don't want the help though. That's number one. So, you know, I love you guys. You guys can overcome anything. Thank you for listening to the Mind of Manson podcast. Stay away from alcohol, y'all.
it's not good for y'all. It is it, you're having a good time with it, but in the end, it's not good for y'all. Um, I've lost a hundred pounds. I'm constantly in ketosis. I am one year sober off alcohol, and um, marijuana keeps me going. It takes my my mental pain away and my physical pain away, but I can happily say I am one year sober from alcohol and I have no desire to go back to it. So thank you for listening to this. God bless and good night.